Hey, what's going on, Sports World? It's your boy, Big June, here with another episode of the Smokers Lounge, where sports discussions become sports debates, and so on and so on, man. For all the essential workers on the front line, thank you, appreciate you. Stay safe, stay blessed. Everyone else, stay home, stay safe. Until we get through this together, this pandemic, and everything returns back to normal, including sports that we miss right now. So, um, yeah, you know, I'm here just thinking, watching some of these 30 for 30 shows on ESPN and saw something about Derek Jeter and it just inspired me. So I figured that I dedicated the episode to the newly inducted Hall of Famer, Mr. November, the captain himself. But before I get into all his accomplishments, excuse me, and his accolades for this prestigious career, I would like to say thank you. And I've ever felt very fortunate as a Yankee fan to see you produce and become the man who you are. Felt like we grew up together watching your career straight to the league. And um, once again, salute to the captain. Before I get to the numbers, I just want to read a quick nugget that I've seen from an evaluator scout in the 92 draft. The Houston Astros held the first pick in the 1992 Major League Baseball draft. Hall of Fame pitcher Hal Neuhauser was their scout. He evaluated and scouted Jeter intensively, lobbying for the Astros to draft Jeter. Who instead, but instead, they chose to draft Phil Nevin. Due to the financial ramifications of the signing bonus. So on behalf of all the New York Yankee fans across the world, we want to tell you thank you for being cheap and allowing us to swoop in and draft Derek Jeter. And as you know, the rest is history. You know, we run down at some of the numbers the captain blessed us with, man. Your boy Derek Jeter, man, drafted straight out of high school in 1992. Elected into the Hall of Fame in 2020, receiving 396 out of 397 possible votes with a percentage of 99.75, the second highest percentage in Major League Baseball history behind his teammate Mariano Rivera. However, he is the highest percentage by a position player to date. A five-time world champion, Derrick Jeter is the Yankee all-time career leader in hits with 3,465, doubles with 544, games played with 2,747, stolen bases with 358, times on base with 4,716, played appearances with 12,602, and at-bats with 11,000. 195, 14-time All-Star, including a 2000 MVP, World Series MVP and All-Star MVP as well, 5-time Gold Glover, 5-time Silver Slugger, 2-time Hank Aaron Award winner, 1-time Roberto Clemente Award winner, ranked 6th all-time career hits, first among shortstops. The Yankees retired his number in 2017, and rightfully so. Finished third in MVP voting in 1998. Voted team captain in 2003 and held on to that prestigious mark until 2014. Your boy Jeter debuted in 1995. Opened eyes, ready to see the postseason experiences for himself, and became the full-time starter in 1996, including winning Rookie of the Year, as well as the World Series that year with the Yankees. Now, we all know about Jeter and all the plays he's made on the field, the stand, the dive against Boston into the stands when he came out bloody, but he held on and made the catch. Or the flip, the nail Jeremy Giambi at the plate, 
And who knows if Giambi slides, would it be out, would it be called safe? But we do know that Derek Jeter's IQ and his instinct as a ball player was fabulous, was phenomenal for him to cover Shane Spencer to overthrow the runner. And he knew he overthrew the cutoff man. But there's not a lot of ball players that would have made that play. And we all know that. And Jeter just... Listen, before I get into these postseason numbers, I just want to say that as a Yankee fan, you know, when you came up, you had the Nomar Garciaparas, the Alex Rodriguez, the Ray Ordonez, you still had Omar Vizquel, all these shortstops who were premier shortstops defensively in power, power bats, with the exception of Ray Ordonez. But you, Cheetah, kept winning. He kept doing it the right way. I remember A-Rod saying one time, you know, in order to beat the Yankees, you don't scout Derek Jeter and how to beat him because they worried about Paul O'Neill and, and Bernie Williams beating them. But you had to respect number two. And you had to, they had definitely had to have a scouting report with his natural, beautiful inside-out swing to tailor made straight to right field, right center on a consistent basis and made a living off it for 20 years. But you don't scout against that, right? Okay. As I get into these numbers, then that's why they call him Mr. November. Your boy Derek Jeter had a 14-game hitting streak in the World Series play. 14-game hitting streak. A 14-game hitting streak in World Series play. With a career average of 321 in a World Series play. Derek Jeter also holds postseason records in games played with 158. Played appearances with 734. At-bats with 650. With hits, 200. Singles, 143. Doubles, 32. Triples, 5. Run scored with 111 and total bases with 302 and unfortunately with strikeouts with 135. Ranked third in home runs with 20, fourth in RBIs with 61, fifth in walks with 66, and sixth in stolen bases with 18. So basically your boy Derek Jeter has a lot of play when it comes to the postseason and that was due to us being successful and he was a large part to that. Him to call four and we kept winning and your boy Jeter kept making plays. And he established himself as one of the faces of Major League Baseball. And to this day, the young players coming up and the young fans, they admire him because he did it the right way. See, Derek wasn't one who was tainted that was involved with scandals like some athletes were. And especially in New York, the magnitude of this media, how they'll suck you and eat you alive. But he did it the right way. Early in his career, yeah, you know, he got sucked into the nightlife in New York. But after, you know, a couple of conversations and he got it together. He got it together, and you rarely you rarely heard something negative about Derek Jeter. You know, and he threw a couple of parties in his house that were blown out of proportion. But, you know, again, that was Derek Jeter. So everything has to be a legend when it comes to that man and associated with his name, right? Yeah, I get it. And he was also uh, tremendously, tremendously successful with the ladies. He was known as a ladies' man. Dated a few all-stars, had his own all-star team. But um, that was who Derek Jeter was. And even though... He was known to date a few celebrities and all that. He was still real down low with it and discreet with his business. And, you know, rightfully so, he just went about his business the same way he did on the ball field. He was quiet. He let his, he let his play do the talking. You know, everyone said A-Rod was better. And Jeter never wavered or budged. Never made a stink when all the rumors was coming out that A-Rod was possibly becoming a Yankee if he was traded from the Texas Rangers here. All Derrick Jeter do is continue to win, continue to play. Solidified his spot as the shortstop of the New York Yankees. Solidified as the captain of the New York Yankees. And when A-Rod trade was completed, 
Derrick Jeter competed, he just competed and just went about his business and continued to produce at a high level. And, you know, it was a privilege and an honor to see him wear the USA across his chest and represent our country. And I'm pretty sure he would tell you himself that was one of the, per- the best perks of his career besides winning the five championships and all the other accolades he has accomplished from his prestigious, illustrious career. And again, 2017, the Yankees retired that number, number two. You know, we have a lot of numbers retired for the historic franchise of obviously Yankees, but for you to witness them develop, succeed at the next level, Accomplish everything that he's accomplished. And with him, Mariano, Andy Pettit, Posada, the core four. I threw away my boy Bernie Williams, make it a fat five. He was part of the last dynasty in the Major League Baseball. At one point, with the exception of 2001, when we lost to the Diamondbacks, that would have been four World Series in five, first, in five years. Four and five years. And who could forget Derrick Jeter was again leading the charge on the comeback against the Diamondbacks with the, with the infamous walk-off home run in Yankee Stadium that dubbed him and labeled him as Mr. November. Against the close of the Diamondbacks, the whole stadium was rocking, electrified. And your boy Derrick Jeter was part of that, and he led the charge. And though we didn't make the World Series, yes, we made it back in 2003, excuse me, because we lost to the Marlins, but we still competitive. And in the 20 years that Jeter played, I think he failed to make the postseason three times. So that's three times out of 20 years that he played, including a winning record in every year that he played, associated with the New York Yankees. The guy was just a winner. Understand that he was about winning and went about his business the right way. He conducted himself like a silent assassin. You know, follow my lead. I'm taking you to the promised land. You know, come October, we will be the last team standing back on top of the baseball world. And yes, he did. He guided us back to that top, that mountaintop in 2009 when we defeated the Philadelphia Phillies. And Avery was a part of that. And he had a tremendous postseason. And rightfully so, but Derek Jeter was the captain. And he led the wave. And who could forget when he collected his 3,000th hit in the Yankee Stadium, at Yankee Stadium, against Tampa Bay, David Price on the mound, who goes five for five, including the home run for his 3,000th hit. Like, storylines, like, you couldn't, like, who makes, who writes this? Like, who does this? It's like a fairy tale story. How about his last at-bat at Yankee Stadium against the Baltimore Orioles? Classic pattern, pattern, right shoot, right between first and second. That we witnessed that throughout his whole career, 20 years of consistently, constantly taking it to the other side of the field, showing these young bum players, these young ball players, how to become a true hitter. That you don't have to pull everything. Everything isn't about hitting home runs. It's about seeing the opening and taking it. Taking what the pitcher gives you and doing damage. And Derek, Derek, he did that. He did that. And his last at bat, with a man in second, you could finish the storyline for me. We all know how that one ended. Base hit the right field, game winning run. Last at bat as a Yankee. Last at bat as a professional ball player. Derek Jeter went out a winner, like he always does, and how he always has been. 
All the memories we have as Yankee fans of Derek Jeter were sweet, wonderful. And yes, he finished sixth in all-time career hits. But imagine, he dealt with injuries like any other athlete and missed a chunk of seasons a couple of times through the course of them 20 years that he played. So if you want to add on, we could tack on some more hits and he probably finished in top four, maybe even top three all-time. You know, for 20 years that he sustained excellence, never was involved, never rumored to be in a scandal, far st- steroids, or, or Tic Tacs like A-Rod and Cano and them. He wasn't juicing up. He did it the right way, the respectful way. He respected the game, and the game respected him back, and in turn, it loved him and ended up loving him. And us as fans, we adored him because he did it the right way. So when you mention a ball player, and you say to yourself, well, this guy didn't do that. You mentioned Derek Jeter. And yes, he had to squabble with the front office with Cashman over money and what he felt he perceived he deserved and, 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 and recognized for all the accomplishments he had. And anybody will advocate for themselves when they come in a situation like that at your value and what you feel your value has. So I have no problem with him griping with Cashman in the front office for him to get paid, even though I felt that he should have got paid automatically due to him being the captain and his resume speaks for itself. Right? So, again, a career 321 hitter in World Series play, a 14 game hitting streak in the World Series. I gave you the numbers of the career records he holds as far as the Yankee and in the postseason. We could talk about plays. We could talk about the dive, the, the, the patent jump man in the air with the throw. That today's young players make and they do it consistently and they get it off Derek Jeter. And when you see the young ball players taking the ball to right field, right center, and consistently keeping their leg and they swinging their hands back, that's all due to Derek Jeter. The videotaping, they knew. They knew. They witnessed greatness just like we did. And they honored him. There's a lot of athletes now that win the number two and they will continue to win the number two. And you know, rightfully so, because he did it the right way. You honor Derek Jeter. You honor a man who earned his price, earned his place, and he continued to do it even after baseball. He's doing it his own way. He's the boss, part of ownership with the Marlins. I wish you success at every stage, but not against my Yankees. And, you know, as a fan, how would I look forward to him doing it as a Yankee in the front office and, and, and for the Bronx and, and everyone in New York? We understand Jeter and... We wish him success and, and the best of luck in Miami. Hopefully he turns it around and they could be competitive. But that's never going to take away what he accomplished as a Yankee or the milestones that he has as a Yankee, the first Yankee to hit 3,000. The way he did it at Yankee Stadium in front of his fans, electrifying that Sunday or that Saturday, what day it was, to go 5 for 5, including a home run for your 3,000th hit. It gets no better than that. Like, this is a storybook ending. It's like a fairy tale. And your boy Derek Jeter had his mesmerized for those 20 years as a Yankee fan, playing shortstop for us. And everyone enjoyed that ride. And New York, we won. We might never witness another Jeter again. But he goes down a tradition as one of the great Yankees, as one of the great ball players of all time, period, in Major League Baseball. 
And for the writer and for the voter who didn't give him the vote, he needed to become unanimous, the same as Mariano was. And congratulations to Mo. Shame on you. What did he do? Did he break your team's heart consistently? Where are you from? Are you from Boston or you were from Cleveland, right? <laughs> or could be Texas too because, you know, Derrick just dominated a lot of teams, especially in postseason play. He was an assassin. Yeah, you know. <sighs> just prestigious to see a man accomplish so much than he did in one uniform. You know, that's very rare in today's game. For him to accomplish everything as a Yankee, to retire as a Yankee, was phenomenal. It's rare again, you know, you give the shout outs to them when you see that and you enjoy the career they had for that one organization and had success and to see them at the highs, at the lows, but never buck, never wave, and never leave. That's shout out to them. That's like Tim Duncan in San Antonio, right? And Kobe, rest in peace, with LA. Kyle Ripken with Baltimore. Because, you know, even guys like Pete Rose, Hank Aaron, King Griffey Jr., A-Rod, Barry, all those greats, they wore multiple uniforms. You know? So, who knows what we're witnessing if that was the last of great Duff the Dime breed like that. You know, you got your Mike Trout. And who knows? Maybe Robbie Cano was supposed to be there and be the next Yay late excuse me, the next great Yankee, but he chose, you know, he chose to ride the money wave and, and go to Seattle. But make no mistake about it. When it comes to Jeter, you know, like he said, he always wanted to play for the New York Yankees. He grew up idolizing the New York Yankees. In 95, we had a pretty good shortstop in Tony Fernandez. So to hand over the reins to Jeter with the confidence that they had, obviously they had to see something in them. The same way that the Hall of Fame scout from the Houston Astros saw something in them. And boy, what he right. Because so many accomplishments, accolades, and so many stories we could get into with Derek Jeter. But it all starts with the postseason because that's why he was Mr. November. From setting the tone with the, with the home run against the Mets in the 2000 World Series. Or the play, the flip against Oakland. We're down two zip in the series, preserving a one zip lead. Everything right there, all the marbles, all the chips on the table. And when we needed someone to produce, it was him. It was the captain who produced as the champion. He led the way as a captain. Like, you can't make the story up. Like, you show me another shortstop or second baseman who can accomplish that play. A player might be more athletic than Derek was, but was he as smart? His IQ level having a baseball field probably will not match him, will not equal Derek Jeter's. And that's what separated him. Because he didn't have the strongest arm, didn't cover the most ground, but he did it right. And obviously he was rewarded five times as a gold glover in his position. So say what you want to say, that his defense was mediocre at best, and it wasn't as a Ray Odonia as Omar Vizquel. But your boy Derek Jeter manned that position for 20 years and won five gold gloves behind it. Right? What we all talk about, he lacked the true power to play that position because, you know, it was revolutionized after Kyle Ripken and A-Rod and some of these big guys, you know, coming in and crushing the ball. But Derek reminded us all that 
You don't have to hit the longboard to be successful. The double is all right. Taking a single was all right. Taking a walk was all right. As long as you get on base and you pass the baton and you keep the inning going, that's what it was about. It was part of being a team player and Derek was the ultimate team player. That's why he was rewarded and named the captain. So he didn't have to hit the 35 home runs, the 40 home runs like Alex Rodriguez did. Or to, or, or to consistently be a triple threat battle title like Nomar was before, you know, the injuries caught up to him. But who was most consistently? Who was most consistent between those? Because of the generational shortstops that were coming. Remember when they had the little Sports Illustrated issue with none of them well, none of them had shirts on and all that. And, and you know, no one expected Jerry, Derek Jeter to be six all time and hits to be Mr. November. But yeah, he did that. He did that and much more. And come Hall of Fame in Cooperstown. I look forward to hearing his speech. I, leave, I look forward to see who inducts him. Maybe it be Joe Torrey or another great Yankee. I look forward to seeing when they unveil that plaque and, and the NY symbol and just to read what's inscribed on it. And I'm guessing that we're all going to know some of it there, the captain, Mr. November. Yes, it will be on his plaque. Because he earned that. He earned that and much more. To be recognized as one of the greatest. Goes on right now as we speak. As the first in shortstops with the career most hits. Six all-time in Major League Baseball history. Six. I gave you the numbers on all the postseason records he had. From games played to a bats, the doubles, singles, hits, triple. He was in every category. He was even in the home run category. The stolen bases category for those who say he never had speed. And he still enough bases. What couldn't this man do at the level when it was most needed? Right? Because this is where you earn your marbles. This is where you earn your money. And the first, you have to make the postseason. That's first and foremost. Two, you have to succeed in the postseason. And no one did better than Jerry. No one. No one did it better than Derek. And we all know that. There's a lot of people that mind him and hate him, and rightfully so. Broke a lot of team hearts. And as a fan, but as a real fan, you appreciate him. And you stand in applause. When he's inducted into the Hall of Fame this summer, if we get through this pandemic, and he's rewarded. Him and Larry Walker, congratulations to him on a wonderful career as well. And you know, now as a Yankee fan, older, witnessing the core four, witnessing the last dynasty, you know, you appreciate it more. You know, you get goosebumps just realizing that Mariano Rivera was the first unanimous player elected into the Hall of Fame. And right after him is his buddy Derek. And for that one hater who didn't give my boy... That one vote, it's all right. You couldn't stop it. We all knew that. He was first batted. Everyone knew that. So Stevie Wonder could have told you that he saw it coming. He wasn't stopping number two. Nothing was stopping number two. It never did. Not on the field and not now. And me, your boy Big June, personally, I feel that he will get Miami turned around. And things will get going down there with the Marlins. And he will restore it. Now, let's not forget. For some reason, I don't know how it is there, but... When the Miami Marlins qualify for the playoffs, you know, they got two World Series, right? They got one at our expense against us, and they beat Cleveland. So, you know, you can never count them out. 
And your boy Derry Jeter has a winning formula. And I'm sure that he's going to implement his winning formula over there. And I'm looking forward to seeing how it goes and progresses out there in Miami for him. But as a Yankee, you will always be loved and admired, adored by us fans. And we appreciate everything you did for us. And hopefully one day you can come back and we can see you suit up for old timers day. And have your family in your stands like they over there cheering you on. See, that was one thing about Jeter. You know, he had a great supporting cast. His parents were always there. And the stands, his little nephew and sisters. And they were over there to see the, mon- the monument. It was milestones. Just to see the career. Phenomenal career number two. You remember the Nike commercial they had with the number two respect when everybody gave him a tip of the cap? You know, that's who he was. And Derry Jeter was idolized. And rightfully so for being the man that he is. For all the great things he accomplished in New York City. Me, Big June, want to thank you. Feel so honored and privileged to witness your career. And, you know, unfortunately, I I didn't get to witness the last at bat as I wanted to in a bar or at the stadium. You know, your boy Big June, you know, made a couple of mistakes. So, you know, I was on right this island listening to it on, on my headset. But it still didn't take away from the goosebumps that I had on my arms that I laid on the bed. Hearing everybody go crazy, eruption in the stadium. Last head bat, you expect that from Derek, and he got it done. Like, you know what? I don't even have to listen to this. I know what's going to happen. We're going to win this game, and Derek's going to end it for us right here. And bang, Derek ended the game. Right? <laughs> Yo, your boy Big Joe, man. Smokers Lounge, man. It's a privilege to, you know, I feel like a little kid sometimes. I can get into it when I when I speak on these athletes and some of my favorites and, and these topics and the sports, and it's just like, wow. You start reflecting and you analyze yourself and you're witnessing the career of greatness. You witness the career greatness of Derek Jeter, of the Kobe Bryant's. And you just stay in awe and you just realize like, wow, you might not never see this again. You might not never see this level of greatness again. So again, shout out to Derek Jeter. Congratulations on your induction into the Hall of Fame. Well deserved. The captain, Mr. November. Big June on behalf of New York, for all the Yankee fans across the world, we love you and thank you, Derek. Smokers Lounge, man. It's been an honor, man. Your boy Big June, man. I'm out.